Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 82 of the VC Podcast. I'm your host for today, Zach. I'm in the studio with Lou Kynes, and for the first time on the podcast, Jacob Dunn. Yeah. Oh, that was very, very excited to be here today. Speaking of which, when was the last time you guys actually participated in a round of applause? Oh, man. That's a rough a, one. Uh, it, well, that it, is. This, this weekend. This weekend. Uh, or I, I keep saying weekend. It was Monday and Tuesday. It wasn't a weekend. Yeah, it felt like uh, a weekend. But, you know, we were at a conference clapping for people. But it, it was forced. Yeah. We had to. But, you know, it was <laughs> <It's> good. forced. <laughs> That's a great question. What about you, Zach? Can you think of I'm really trying to. I'm racking my I brain. I am, too. I'm trying I've, to. I've done much clapping because I've been to concerts and musicals and plays and even church events where you clap, you know, mm-hmm. I'm thinking it was probably a church event, but I can't remember which one. Yeah. Mine would have to be a church event, but I, I don't, I don't count like football games with, you know, where my, my kids or something are playing. That's not a round of applause, but. Oh, I remembered. Yeah. I remembered. What is it? We clapped unless I just, there's one that just erased from my memory. We clapped after the movie, I think at the movie night. I think we did. <laughs> I think we actually clapped at the movie night. Um, do you guys clap at the end of movies? Uh, if it's good enough. They used to. Uh, People used to. Only if it's worth it. I, I clapped at the end of uh, The Dark Knight. That was <laughs> end game. Oh, yeah, end game. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh. Very That good. was kind of like an opening weekend thing, though. Like, yeah. if you saw it opening weekend, you clapped. Mm. Otherwise, it was probably the third time you'd seen it. So. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, I hope you guys are doing well this uh, this week. You too, Listeners, man. Welcome I, back, Zach. Oh, thank, Welcome thank back, Thank you. Listeners, I hope you are doing well as well. That was a good, good sentence structure there. And uh, this will be your midweek checkpoint for Valley Creek. We'll talk about this last Sunday, the next one coming up, some announcements, and then some, you know, randomness at the end. That's how we do it uh, here on the VC Podcast. So let's jump right in. This last Sunday, we finished our series in Philippians called Finding Joy, and the title was Finding Joy in the Lord. And so <clears throat> here's, here's my, I'll confess to you guys. I was not here on Sunday. I have not gotten around to listening to that sermon yet. But here's the tricky part. I was trying to track down the listening guide, and I can't find a copy. So I don't have the discussion questions. Uh, that being said, that means they aren't on the website anymore either. <laughs> so for this segment of the podcast, when we usually talk about a discussion question, we'll open it up wider. Let's talk about our Philippian series as a whole. Uh, what were some takeaways? It doesn't have to be a huge thing. Maybe just a small thing that really struck you as interesting. But what was something that you took away from the Philippian series? I I personally enjoyed the the last the last weekend here wrapping it up, finding joy in the Lord. Because so many times in my life, I always, I, as a matter of fact, I was just in the middle of writing my devo, and, and I take my focus off of the Lord. I take I put my focus on things that I'm always trying to be in control of. So for me, this series has been a great reset. And kind of building up into what we were supposed to find our joy in. You know, we find true joy and that true happiness in the Lord. And and I I've, I personally have enjoyed enjoyed the series going through Philippians, and I thought they did a fantastic job. Brought some good good words. Yeah, I I'm always uh, and this is a, a couple of weeks ago doing Philippians three. Always struck by that line. You know, I I, I count everything as loss. Hmm. And like, I, I know that Paul suffered much, like he went through a lot of bad things, but we also know Paul considered there was a lot of joy in his life. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of good things as well. And he just said, man, I look at everything, everything I counted as important, everything I thought was a big deal, everything that used to mean so much to me. 
And, and if it comes between that and knowing Christ, man, all of that becomes a loss to me. All of that becomes something that is a detriment to my life if it takes me away from knowing Christ. And, I, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give everything I have to knowing Christ. I'm going to count everything as, I mean, he used the word rubbish, trash, you know, all that goes into that word uh, and say, man, it's all about Jesus. It's all mm-hmm. about him. And so I'm just, I mean, I'm going to chase after that. That's right. always big. It's a great word. I think that was my favorite part about just the whole series is, you know, you, you get each week, it's finding joy in something, finding joy in suffering, Others, finding joy yeah. in yeah. other people, mm-hmm. uh, in one another. Um, and the beautiful thing is they're almost misleading titles because each Sunday we learned that what's the path to finding joy in suffering or the path to finding joy in one another? It's through Christ. That's right. And so literally the whole sermon series was leading up to this last one, which was finding joy in the Lord, because mm-hmm. each one we looked at literally was, if you want joy in this, you got to focus on the Lord. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so I just think it was such a cool, uh, I mean, we heard, you know, multiple, not just even Andrew and Jonas, different pastors talking about, sure. man, there's so much in Philippians. Um, but the fun part about it being you can boil it down to just looking to find your joy in the Lord. That's, and that's right. That's the cool part yeah. to me. Any other thoughts on that, guys? No, not for me. No. All right. That was a good little so. sermon wrap-up. This Sunday, we're beginning just a little mini-series here. Um, I'm not sure what the title is, but this first sermon is called Life and Light, and we will be in 1 John. So that's what you can look forward to this Sunday. We hope to see you in service, 9 o'clock and 1030 at Springfield Road, 1030 at South Wilson. Online, each of those services at vcbc.org. Whew. It's always a fun little spiel there. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to some announcements. Luke, tell us about what's coming up here on October 31st. Yeah, October 31st here at Springfield Road, we have uh, our Trunk or Treat. Uh, I'm very excited. We're excited to be bringing that back even as a staff. And um, we're doing that 6 to 8 here. It's going to be a great time. And then over at Springfield Road, they're doing a pregame uh, kind of like, a, I don't know, I guess what kind of think of like tailgate kind of set up or they're, they're having some fun stuff over there from 4.30 to 6 for uh, swing by, grab some food, and, and kind of pregame before trunk or, trunk or treat, sorry, before trick-or-treat starting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a good time over there. I'm looking forward to Halloween. It's going to be it's going to be good this year. It's fun. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Invite a friend. That's a great community event. It's outdoors, so even if you're a little worried about proximity, that's still a, you know easy thing to take care of outdoors. So come on out to those events mm-hmm. October 31st. Uh, we have a few next steps classes. Uh, I hesitate to even call them classes. They're just really kind of a great time to learn about what it means to be here at Valley Creek or even just in a church setting. Sure. What might be your next step? How do you fit in as a church member? Um, it could benefit anyone. If you're brand new to the church or if you've been here a while and you just need a refresher course, those are coming up November 7th and 14th. Uh, the 7th, I believe, is the South Wilson one, and the 14th is the Springfield Road. But that is really just location for the class. You can go to either one, regardless of your campus of choice. And uh, we'd love to see you there. So you can RSVP. We would ask you to please RSVP online uh, so we can get numbers. There will be lunch provided. It's immediately after the 1030 service at either campus. So make sure you RSVP at least the week before your class is coming up. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that'd be a good time. All right. And then here we have a special, uh, an exclusive, if I could say, a VC podcast exclusive. Uh, we've talked a little bit last week. We hinted at it almost a little bit teaser in a sense uh, for Operation Christmas Child. That is coming up. And so we have our very own Andrew Hillard out in the field 
uh, and we have a great interview segment of the podcast. So we're going to cue to that right now. I'm glad to be joined on the VC podcast today by Michelle Drake and Laurie Soulerette as we are going to spend the next few minutes talking a little bit about Operation Christmas Child. Thank you all for being here. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yeah, it's hard to believe that it's time for anything Christmas related, at least for me. I don't know about you all, but anybody started their Christmas shopping yet? I have, actually. That's unusual, but I have. All right, I, I never until the day after Thanksgiving. That's that's fair. I started this week to feel a little anxious about it since all the supply chain issues and things like that, but haven't started yet. But Right. But anyways, yeah, we're getting ready for Operation Christmas Child here at the church. It's going to be here just right around the corner. And Michelle and Lori are both members here at Valley Creek, attend our South Wilson campus, but also serve um, as part of the team with Operation Christmas Child and specifically with our involvement as a church body with Operation Christmas Child and that ministry. Michelle serves as logistics coordinator and Laurie serves as central drop-off team leader with OCC. And so as we get into this, uh, they're going to share a little bit about that. And let's just start with the big picture, Michelle. Um, tell us a little bit about what is Operation Christmas Ch Child. Um, give us kind of a quick overview of the you know, who, what, why, how, all those things that go into this ministry. Sure. Um, Operation Christmas Child is a ministry project of Samaritan's Purse. Um, it started in 1993, and it's a project where uh, we fill uh, shoeboxes with uh, tangible gifts, things like school supplies, hygiene items, and toys uh, for children that are go around the world. Since 1993, shoeboxes have been delivered to over 170 countries and territories, and more than 188 million children have received a shoebox um, in that time. So these shoeboxes are really, um, it's not about the gift. It's not about what we put in it. It's really a tangible expression, a way that we can share the love of Christ with children all around the world. The shoebox is just the tool that gives us the opportunity to share the gospel with them. Uh, many of these children, they've never received a gift, um, let alone heard the name of Jesus. So with the shoebox gift that they receive, like I said, they get to hear the gospel. They receive a gospel um, booklet with their box and a presentation is given uh, to share Jesus with them. At that outreach event where they receive the box, then they are invited back to be a part of the greatest journey, which is a 12 week discipleship class. And that's where many of the children give their lives to the Lord. So these shoe boxes impact children around the world, but it also impacts their families and impacts communities. Um, again, just a tangible way to share the love of Christ with uh, people all around the world. All right. Yeah, I love that, that it's not that it's a tangible way to show God's love, but also that it continues with that discipleship program, continuing to share the gospel and invest in these kids, the community, the families there. Um, it's ministry that we've partnered with here at Valley Creek for a long time. I know that I've been able to be a part of it in different ways over the years, uh, packing boxes or helping volunteer in different ways. And so as we kind of think about that, um, maybe uh, if y'all would just share a little bit about why this ministry is important to you personally. Lori, would you mind to share a little bit about you, what it is Absolutely. about this ministry that attracts you? Absolutely. I actually was thinking today, I have been involved with 
Operation Christmas Child for over 20 years now, which is hard to believe and in some way or form, kind of like you, Andrew. I've packed shoeboxes, led packing parties, done volunteered in various capacities, and this year is a new role for me. But I love Operation Christmas Child because it really is an opportunity for people of all ages, from an infant to senior adults, to pack a shoebox and to create that gift that really does go and means the gospel in a in a box to them and it's if if a child or someone can hold an item or grasp an item they can pack a shoebox and by putting those together it really does it's a tangible way a meaningful way to share the gospel and um so I encourage everyone at church and all around to pack a shoebox with their family or with their D group or with their life group or just any other group that they're involved in. It's hard to pack just one because you do one or you're buying toothbrushes and they don't sell just a toothbrush. You can buy packages. So it's easy to do that. And once you get those shoeboxes packed, and you can put your shipping and handling in there and then bring them to South Wilson campus during the National Week of Collection. And that would be amazing to do that for, especially for South Wilson. Other churches are going to be bringing their shoebox gifts, but we would love to have Valley Creek also participate in packing the shoeboxes and bringing those gifts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's been because I was thinking back, yeah, packing parties. I had even forgotten some of those that we had done in the yes. past with my students and at a previous church I was at. And so, yeah. Uh, Michelle, what about you? Why is this ministry important to you personally? Sure. I've been involved in the ministry since the 90s. Um, I don't remember really for sure what year I started, but packing those shoeboxes every year and then uh, one year had an encounter dropping my box off there at Valley Creek, met Cheryl Vals, and, you know, she invited me to get a little more involved in ministry. So I've served as a year-round volunteer uh, since 2009, um, and the ministry is just really important and near and dear to my heart because it offers hope to children. You know, I got yeah. to experience that firsthand in 2019 when I had an opportunity to go to South Africa and actually deliver shoeboxes and see um, just the hope and the joy that it brings to children. You know, being a part of this ministry allows you to be a missionary right here in our own community that's impacting yeah. the world. So I, I echo many of the things that Laurie said, you know, just the opportunity it is to pack a box individually, to do it as a family, you know, to do it with your church family. Um, something so simple, things that we take for granted, like soap and toothbrushes, um, really have a huge impact on the life of these children. But more importantly, like I said before, it's not even really about the gifts that we put in that box. It's about the prayer that we cover that box with, and it's about the opportunity they get to know Jesus. So for me personally, it's, it's just that opportunity to be a missionary right here where I'm at. Um, yeah, so that's where, that's where it is for me. Yeah, that's great. And as you think about uh, our listeners, about this ministry and opportunity to get involved, uh, we want to share with you a little bit about how you can do that, how Valley Creek members can get involved this year with Operation Christmas Child as it comes up over the next few weeks. And so there's going to be several ways uh, to do that. Laurie, would you mind sharing a little bit with our listeners about those ways? 
Absolutely. In addition to packing a shoebox or two or three or four or multiples of shoeboxes, they can also sign up and they can on the, the same page as they found this podcast on the Operation Christmas Child page on our website under ministries, they can sign up. There's an online form to fill out and they could we need greeters which are outside contactless where they can just meet people at their car, unload their shoe boxes, come in. We need people inside. If people prefer to come inside to bring their things in, we need a prayer leader, someone who will be willing to literally put that most important thing that Michelle talked about, put that prayer in that shoe box and pray over those shoe boxes, the, the transportation, the receiving, and those children who are actually going to be receiving those gifts, those families that are going to be touched by those gifts, and then someone to pack them in the cartons. And then the final day of the, the National Collection Week is Monday, November 22nd, and we're going to need some men or people with heavy heavy backs, strong backs, muscles that can actually physically load a tractor trailer. So National Collection Week is November 15th through the 22nd. And our hours are also posted on the website four to six every day. We've got Saturday hours from 10 to 12, Sunday hours from one to three. And just those, uh, we, there's opportunities for everybody to come in and help, but we need to know if you're coming so we can count on you. And all those things I talked about, we'll train you and show you how to do that. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, they'll train you, they'll give you everything you need. They just need you to uh, give your time and to be there and be willing to, willing to serve. And you can find that all on the website and sign up, get the details, um, contact, who to contact if you have any any questions about any of that, that'll all be right there on the website. And so you can just go there and track that down. We'll have our boxes out over the coming weeks uh, so you can pick up a box if you want to take one home to pack. Those will be out soon for you to get and have a couple weeks to, to get those ready. Um, anything else that we forgot to share so far as we've been talking about this it's an exciting to, thing to look forward to but like i said crazy that christmas is so close exactly i would just say you know last year with all the covid we gave the opportunity to pack a box online and that will be available again this year as well where you can build it's called build a box online uh, you pay 25 dollars, and then you get to select from uh, different choices of toys and things to go in that box and then that box is packed at one of our processing centers and um, still goes out. You'll have an opportunity to add your picture if you'd like and, and write a letter as well. So that will be an option and the link will also be on our website for Build a Box Online. Yes, absolutely. That's another good way. Yeah, I enjoyed doing that last year. It was kind of a different way to be able to be involved, but still to, to be able to do that if you're not able to get out and around to all the stores uh, to track down everything that you would need to go in the box and there's still a way to to be involved. So uh, thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Laurie, for, for joining us and sharing with us about Operation Christmas Child. And for our VC podcast listeners, again, just go to vcbc.org, find Operation Christmas Child under the ministries tab. You can pack a box, you can sign up to help out during collection week, recruit your D group, your family, your life group to do the same and get involved in the mission uh, that God has given us to share his love in this tangible way with kids, with families all around the world.
All right, we're back. Thank you, Andrew and Michelle and Laurie as well. We are excited uh, for Operation Christmas Child coming up here at Valley Creek. As they talked about, you know, there'll be different ways to get involved. You can pack a shoebox gift. There'll be ways to do that online as well. And so uh, even listen back through that segment a couple times if you want some more information. But that'll be on the website as well. And uh, that's just a very exciting time that's coming up. All right, moving on to a segment of the podcast we like to call did anything interesting happen to you this week? Yeah. I mean, I moved. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> um, a big one. It's a big one. Yeah, we moved and uh, had our first visit to the ER, which was oh, exciting. Okay. You know, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know if you know. I was, I was yeah, gone. no. Um, Cade, uh, our, if you're listening, you haven't met us yet, Ethan, our eight year old, Cade, our three year old. Uh, Kate decided to take a, a header off the bed and caught the kind of the crown of his head on the on mm. the corner uh, the the baseboard and man just wide wide open you know and so we uh, went to the ER and got a few staples uh, in the skull uh, which right. is fun when you have an oversized three year old uh, mm. who wants to fight and doesn't like it but yeah. Yeah, so he's good. He's okay, just good. Yeah. Early, early decoration for Halloween. Yeah. You know, just kind of getting that Frankenstein monster look going. Uh, so, uh, yeah, no, gosh, no, it's good. Well, I'm glad he's all right. Yeah, Welcome he's, he's to cool. the, to the neighborhood. Right. Uh, hopefully, that's just just that's it. That's it. That's all the bad uh, luck for. Yeah, that's what we're hoping, but yeah. you know, we're prepared. You know. Well, so. we'll take this opportunity. I'll say it's great to have you officially. At mm-hmm. Valley Creek. Thank you, man. We're excited and, uh, to be here. It's just so cool to have that. Yeah, have you finally? Because we've like, you know, we've just been thinking about it for a while. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's been a long time coming, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's good. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you. I would actually say that you're my interesting thing this week. No, I'm, <laughs> nice. I'm very, very thrilled that you've started with us this week, man. It's been great to have you in the last couple of days, but uh, um Nothing too interesting in my world. I, I finished up a, a class and started the next one, so I was excited to be finishing my Old and New Testament survey class with an A. Whew, that was over with. That's awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> so that's about as interesting as it is right now for me. Well, very cool. Well, I, uh, I don't mean to look one-up. I'm not like, well, I had it. But uh, I was actually gone for the first part of this week, um, and I <laughs> took a road trip up to the wilderness of Michigan, uh, it's about three hours outside of Detroit. I have no clue where we were. It was a, a band trip. Uh, my band, the OK, we took a, we always, we take, well, I say always, it's been two years. So far, we've done an annual band trip in the fall, just somewhere. And so we went to our drummer Paul's family's property, which is like this nice camp. And uh, it was cool. We cooked over the fire and tried to sleep in hammocks. And then we're like, no, this is, it's not fun. So we <laughs> went and stayed at his uncle's house and just a good time. Good time of band bonding. So nice. good for time. you, man. Sounds sounds like it'd been a good time. But now I'm back. Now I'm back. Tell you what, I didn't think I would say this, but I'm kind of campfired out. Like I'm just mm. we were mm. pretty much constantly around a fire, either for cooking or just to sit around a fire. And I'm like, oh, maybe just take a little fire break oh, for I a love, while. I love sitting around a fire. Can't get enough of it. Yeah, it's yeah. a nice cool evening, mm. campfire mm. going. Maybe a little s'more action. Let's see. We can't let this conversation go too far because I don't want to. I don't want to put any ideas in your head or anything. But 
maybe when you have kids, you'll start to want to sit around the fire all the time. Sure. In, in the silence. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. just with the, yeah. the crackle. And uh, there's something so refining about just sitting around a fire. Well, we wanted to, we tried, we were, it was a two night stay. Well, technically three, but the first was in a hotel on the way there. Two nights stay. We tried to sleep in hammocks each night because we're like, that'd be cool. Turns out hammocks are not great for like night sleeping. They're great for naps mm. in the afternoon, right? Uh, but we had them set up in this little triangle, just kind of on three trees. We all kind of got our hammocks set up. And we we're like, if we could get a fire in the middle of this triangle, this would be the perfect arrangement. Mm. But we had to douse the fire each night to go to sleep. And then it was just freezing. So oh, not a yeah. good time. But. Really sound, a, sounds like a good setup. It was a fun. I mean, it was super cool. We were like, the first year we just found a random Airbnb sort of cabiny thing. This time we we're like, let's just do this every year if we're allowed to. So mm. good times, good times. All right, any other any final thoughts there? No. All right, let's move on to our closing question today. Uh, it is uh, October themed, if you will. And uh, the, the question is this. People dress up for Halloween. That's not something we are strangers to, that idea, right? So what is the best Halloween costume you've ever seen? And this could take two categories. Maybe if you've seen one, like, not in person, but like, man, that would have been a cool costume. Or what's the one you've seen in person? And you're like, that, that takes the cake. Yeah, give me just a second to think about yeah, this. So I, I, is it okay? Can I approach this from, like... I'm sorry, Holly was saying something. I, I didn't quite understand everything you were saying. Can we go personally, like what I've worn? Sure, sure. If it's one that you've worn, that's like I have definitely worn the best All Halloween right, so costume ever. I may get some some hate mail for this, but I'm a huge Shrek fan. Okay, I love Shrek, <laughs> and uh, for like four or five years in a row, I would always rent the Shrek costume from Parties Plus in town, and it was the greatest costume ever. It was back before I actually had like a Shrek belly and stuff. I had it all built in. I just, I mean, it was just so, so cool. It was a fantastic costume. It's probably my favorite, probably one of the best costumes I've ever seen. But I'm always a fan of like the legit Batman costumes. That's the second time yeah. I mentioned Batman today, but. I mean, I can't, I see those on Instagram and stuff and it's like, when it's a oh, really good Batman yeah, costume. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, like it is just that. so, like, so tough. I mean, I, just. <laughs> I'm a grown man, sort of, at this point. I feel like it would be weird for me to be like, I want to wear a Batman costume. But if I could wear a full-scale, movie-quality Batman costume, I'm in. I'll wear always, it. Always. Always. Yeah. You're just like, it's Batman. It's, I'm just going to do it. You got to do the, and you'll do the Batman voice and everything. Yeah. yeah just. <laughs> Where's the candy? Right. Something. <laughs> uh, that wasn't very good, but you know, I'd work, I'd work on it. You know, that we'd, we'd build the you, character. You, that's right. That's right. You'd practice. It is. Yeah. But I, I think of that, like the. The Christian Bale Batman costume is fantastic, and I love. It's not up for debate, but I even love when people do a really well the Heath Ledger Joker costume. Mm -hmm. I just think they're fantastic. They're they're kind of edgy and creepy, and you know, but. the work that goes into it, you just got to respect it. Like, yeah, hey, that's not so good. That's not something you just pick up mm -hmm. at the store. I'm trying to think of if we're going like, what's the favorite costume I've ever worn. Uh, I was a little old for this, embarrassingly, but it was fine. I had a full-scale, like, Spider-Man costume one year, <laughs> um, which was a little makeshift, but I had, like, the, the face. Mm -hmm. It's called a face shell, right? It sits under mm -hmm. your mask, and, like, it makes the Spider-Man shape for your face, and you have the mm -hmm. lenses that go on. I did that one year, so I was pretty proud of that. Yeah, you're a—I think 
I mean, big yeah, Spider-Man pretty big fan. Spider-Man yeah, fan. You love Spider-Man. Um, and in person, I don't know. I'm sure I've seen some great ones, but one year, I can't even remember the family. It was a Valley Creek family here. Um, and one of their young boys wore like a, an amazing astronaut costume. Mm. I was like, that is actually the best astronaut costume I've ever seen. So I think about that a lot. It was at a trunk or treat. Um, so that was a great costume. Shout out to that boy. I can't remember. I literally can't remember who it was, but um, very cool. Uh, and then the best one I've seen that's just like, okay, that costume's crazy. Uh, I love the ones that are Master Chief from Halo or either, you know, like it could be a ODST costume or something like that. But when they really do the Halo video game armor really well, mm. those look incredible. Mm. Yeah, those are cool, Zach. That's good. Those are I, I'm a I'm a big like you got to think about it for a second minimalist fan like so you know like Jim on the office mm. doing you know Facebook he just wrote book on his face Facebook <laughs> you know um, so those are all, I I enjoy those so I look at those and I go hi I got it I had to think about it but I got it um, but I, as far as best I've seen in person. I know Kim made a, a costume for Ethan a couple of years ago that's pretty funny. He was Sasquatch. Mm. But it was, uh, any parent will probably know Big Block Sing Song. If you haven't heard of Big Block Sing Song, you need to hear about Big Block Sing Song. They're hilarious. Um, but they're just short little like two-minute, three-minute music videos about something. And there's a song called Big Feet. And it's it's about Bigfoot. And he's got really big feet. <laughs> and uh, Ethan was probably four <laughs> years old or five years old. And he was really into Big Block Sing Song. And he would go around singing the oh, Big Feet song. And uh, and so we said, hey, do you want to go to Sasquatch uh, awesome. for Halloween? And he said, yeah. And it was just a box. Like, we just found a box. And because it Big Block Sing Song, all, oh, the, right. char- all the characters okay. are blocks, mm-hmm. right? And so we just covered it in brown felt. And, like, Kim made it and bought him some big Sasquatch feet slippers and he just walked around the neighborhood as Sasquatch. That's awesome. You know, this, uh, that is awesome. It reminded me though, it was not a Halloween costume, but one year for the Christmas play pageant, whatever you're going to call it at the church that I started out. Well, not my first one, but I was a church called, um, Pleasant Grove in Hardin Springs for the longest time. That's where I was. And so it was like five kids or something like that. And we did a play for Christmas that was about Christmas presents, but they all had lines and stuff. And so my mom made me a Christmas present costume, which was a giant box with armholes. But I just remember that being like so well done. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anytime the parents can jump in, it's like, oh, my mom made this or my dad made this. That's the coolest. Yeah. I'm, I'm also always going to be a fan of anything that's like super nostalgic. So if you like go as Ralphie, from oh, yeah. you know Christmas story and you did the bunny outfit, mm-hmm. I'm in. You know mm-hmm. I'm all about that. Or you know you're gonna dress up as Doc from Back to the Future or something like that. I'm always like speaking of Ralph. I always remind my wife every year that that is the the head elf on. Uh, mm-hmm. It is Will Ferrell's mm-hmm. elf. <laughs> yeah. like, that's Ralphie. <laughs> well, here like she forgets. <laughs> here at the Springfield Road Campus, we have uh, we've accumulated pretty decent amount of just random costumes back we have like a costume closet from you know mm-hmm. pageants or mm-hmm. uh we used to do the what the the family experiences mm-hmm. things like that and uh, i was looking back there kind of sorting through some audio equipment actually i needed a tub 
and I found a tub that was actually full of a Mario Kart, a full set of oh, Mario yeah. Kart costumes. Mm-hmm. I remember they used to race around the sanctuary in those. Do you so, remember that? I, I do not. But <laughs> I think they, they're like them? suspenders and they wear them. They drop down and you wear them and you race on foot. I found my costume. We have a Santa Claus <laughs> outfit. We have an Easter Bunny outfit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'm just saying, all I'm saying is those are fair game for trunk or treat or for the trick or treat pregame. If anyone's, mm. we could, you know. Yeah. Dibs on Luigi, but no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, any closing thoughts on that? Any ideas uh, just still floating around about uh, last Sunday or what's coming up or just any of that? No? No. All right. I think we've done it. All right, listeners. Thanks for joining us. Hopefully you are having a great week. And uh, we'd love to see you Sunday, be that in person or online. And uh, we'll pray in the podcast. Jacob, would you mind to pray for us in the podcast? Absolutely. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much that you are uh, just a good God. You love us. You care for us. You are a good father. Uh, You are the giver of many, many good gifts. So we know that all the good things that we have, they are gifts given to us from you. And so we thank you for them. God, as we look forward towards the end of this week and the beginning of next week, God, I pray that we would have a heart that is uh, bent towards you in love, uh, understanding of your love towards us, God, in a heart that is bent towards our neighbor, that we would take the love that you've given us and that you would, uh, we would pour that out into our neighborhoods. We would reach them in the most loving way with the gospel of Jesus Christ. God, it would be ever on our lips and on our minds and in our hearts. God, we thank you so much uh, for this church and for this community, and we pray that you would continue to bless it. And we pray that we do all these things in your name and to your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.